Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers, powered by Our Town Gwinnett Magazine. As always, I'm jo- joined by my amazing co-host, Jane Bishop, owner of Take the Next Step. Visit her at janebishop.live. Hello, Jane. Hello, Ryan. Good to uh, see you. Good to see you, my friend. And we are broadcasting live on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from Country and Suites by Radisson and beautiful Stone Mountain. Super excited today. We'll see if we can get the name right. We've practiced 12 times, Ryan. Uh, my friend, Hunter Probst with uh, owner of many companies with us. Tony, how you doing, man? Good, man. How you doing today? Yeah, not not bad. I mean, with an opening like that, you can't you can't go wrong. Whatever you do next, <laughs> I mean. You, but no, in all seriousness, we're friends. Got mutual friends. We're colleagues. You do so many things. But let our audience know um, about yourself because you got so many aspects that that are amazing. And um, share a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah. So, uh, main company that. We, we met from was HP Designs, which is a marketing company specializing in content creation with uh, video production and photography. Just so, amazing work, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, we actually met with the owner of Primitive Roofing, Todd Price. That's kind of how we got linked up and stuff. Um, and they're actually one of my clients. So that's kind of how Ryan and I met. Yeah, Todd's everywhere. He's got the studio sponsor name. He's all over the place. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's probably, everywhere. He's probably learning. Hi, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just kidding. But anyway, get, get going by, G. I'm sorry. Um, so we got that. I've, I've had HP Designs for about mm, about four years. Okay. Um, started full time, I guess, the end of, t- well, mid of 2019. Of course, went into COVID, went through the trouble kind of like everyone did. Um, but then on the other side of that, I guess probably mid-May, beginning of June, ever since then, it's just like everyone else, everyone's, I mean, it's just been insane. And then one thing's led to another. I've started two other companies, partnered up with two more companies. Um, so it's just been, it's been crazy. Yeah, it's been, um, you know, being a, a marketing show, I'm going to ask you early on and then I'm going to throw it over to Jane for some questions, but being a marketing show, you know, obviously when, let's start with your videography business where you came mm-hmm. from, you know, when you're trying to do those videos for whoever you're working with, coming to their brand, what, mm-hmm. what is it you're after? I mean, well, you know, when there's so many people that ask me this question all the time, is it, is it authenticity? Is it, is it, what, what are you trying to catch? Cause I it's so powerful video. So what I usually go after is I call them the three E's entertainment, emotional or educational. Okay. Right. So if you can have one of those three things in the video, you're doing pretty well. If you can have three of those three things, crush it. you're going to crush it. Yeah. You know? Um, so I'm always going after one of those three things. Sometimes all of them. You know what I mean? Well, I've seen uh, a couple of your videos and they just pull you in. Is there any thought right now in 2021 of if it's a good video, mm-hmm. it's the three E's, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, about how long people will pay attention, even if it's crushing the three E's? Or is it just the, how good the content is? The first five seconds is the most important part. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. If you can keep them in that first five seconds, then it goes to the 15. If you can keep them in the 15, then you got them for a minute. So, so, so I want you to say that again, because so many people lose people before they even say what they want to say, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So again, the first five seconds is the most important yeah. thing in the video. And if, if you can last, if you can get their attention to that, then you can get the 15. 
If you can get, if you can lock them in for 15 seconds, you got them for the whole video. All right. So I want to follow up with that. Jane. Yeah. So in a sales, well, I do sales and marketing consultant. Most people ask a question and, and the, the other party zoned out by five seconds. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like a video. You're going, okay, I have no idea what they're talking about, nor do I care. Please get me off this elevator. Yep. You know, it's an old elevator pitch term. But I've noticed in videos, you can see it through YouTube, the retention rate sliding down. And I've always been curious. I love that. But if it's, if you keep them, they're going to listen longer. Okay. Mm -hmm. But video is so powerful. I mean, it is, it is just booming. And that's where the whole TikTok and everything's taken off from because of these short video clips. Yeah. it's it's the, And if you're not on that train, you better get on that soon because it's leaving. Whether you like <laughs> no. it or not. So what's an example, Hunter, of a five-second catch your attention in five seconds? So... I do a lot of videos with, you know, custom car shops, motorcycle shops, boat dealerships, um, a lot of like high action type stuff. So obviously that first five seconds, you need to catch their attention real quick because you're competing with a lot of other people that do the same thing. Um, so another big thing is, is verbiage. If you have verbiage at the end of it, it's bright colors that kind of stands out from the rest of the people. So my thought, like if you're making a car video, like you have rolling shots, you have stuff that's action packed, you have stuff that's going to stand out to you instead of just kind of everyone kind of goes in this timeline where they like for perfect example of restaurants. If you're ever seeing a re someone do a pr promotional video for a restaurant, yeah. it starts outside, then it kind of goes inside. You see the inside of the of the restaurant, then it goes to kind of food. Yes. By the first, they're gone. Three, they're gone. Oh yeah. Yeah. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? I know. The the first thing you want to do is. Watch them cooking food. Have the sizzling of the food yeah. going. See like, the flame go. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Well, it, it, and and to your point, to, video is powerful. But to your point, Applebee's has a new commercial out, mm -hmm. and and you know usually I you just kind of zone out, but it is it just got me in the first two or three probably. seconds, and it's it's cute. I mean, it's it's great anyway. Well, no, Jane, you know, goes, but that's a great example. But, yeah. but Jane, Jane's a speaker and, you know, I am too, but you know, we haven't done as much speaking during the last 18 months because we, you know, the roller coaster of people being together. But anyway, but what's one of the keys of speaking or anything? If you don't hook people quickly with what a story, an antidote, something funny that, that you lose them, man, because oh, yeah. they're on their phone. And, oh, yeah. you know, so it's just the same principle going. It's real easy to swipe up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when you start seeing people, I've taught classes for working adults. And if they're going to their phone the first bit, you've lost them, man. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot to bring them back in because they're like, oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. So the power of video, you don't even have the human to human. They're going, you know, text are popping up and this and that. But if, but if you get them, man, it's them. powerful. Yeah. yeah. Hunter, how did you get into this industry and this line of work? You know, what was your curiosity or your why factor? So it was kind of weird. I actually started in trucking. Um, I started back when I was like 17 years old working in a trucking company. And I worked in trucking for 12 years and I hated every minute of it. <laughs> You know, you, I mean? you still get a trucker's hat a little bit. There. That's if, a little nostalgia. If, if anyone knows trucking, you know you just you work your butt off twenty four seven, and get hardly anything in return. Yeah. Um. So I was not super happy with it. But the last few years I was in trucking, I kind of I started helping these trucking companies with their social media accounts. Oh. Um. And along along the way, photography was kind of just a hobby, and then I slowly started figuring out that video and photography was very heavy into marketing. So when I would start growing these people's social media accounts, I was basically getting, turning my hobby into a job without them knowing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was turning that into a, sure. into a job. Sure. And then I actually got to the point to where the last year or so I was doing nothing but marketing for a couple of these trucking companies. 
then when I left, I actually hired them on as a, or they hired me on as yeah. to do all their marketing yeah. and stuff. So I started out with trucking companies and then obviously I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start doing stuff that I actually enjoy, enjoy doing. You enjoy doing You it. know, what a novel idea. Do something I enjoy and, mm-hmm. it, and how it evolved and morphed into that. Yeah, it's, it was kind of crazy and it happened really fast. I mean, I went from, I was so miserable basically that I put in my two weeks. The next day I, had a, I went home, had a, had a conversation with my wife. She knew I was miserable. We weren't happy. I was like, look. I was like, I think I can make this a business. And she was like, I think you can too. Let's do it. I put my two weeks in and that's how I started my company. Wow, that's fantastic. So what is it? What is one thing that that has you stand out in your company, whichever company you want to select, <laughs> that that keeps you kind of distinctive and memorable? So obviously the video side of it is one thing because when I go to when I go to companies, um I'm not just offering video production. I'm offering a marketing package with that video production. So a lot of times, and sometimes I like, I'll even do a free video for people. Like mm-hmm. when I go to, to first sign them up, it's like, look, if you want to see what a video looks like with your company, I'll do it for free. Like I have enough confidence in myself with these videos and with the yeah. marketing that I, I promise you this works. Yes. yes. You know, I've got plenty of screenshots on my phones from companies growth and stuff uh-huh. that I've worked with. Um, the other thing is I, I won't go, say I have a, for example, I've got a customer in Midtown that's a plastic surgery office. I'm not going to go anywhere in the Atlanta area and, and advertise my services to another plastic surgery office. Yep. Um, you know, in some ways I shoot yep. myself in the foot with that because I'm losing business because I could, I could grow my business a lot faster. Sure. But to me, I like, I like being loyal to people. So yes. I like people being loyal to me. So you can kind of offer them exclusive exclusivity. Exactly. Yes. Yep. That's a great marketing technique, don't you think, yeah, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what, what I do uh, with some of the magazines I own is I, I do my best. Uh, like, for example, we do Todd, you know, I mean, he's, he's my roofer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, we get called all the time, and I'm like, unless he's going to go, like, go for it, I, I don't, I'm good. I'm covered, you know, and that, I, I feel the same way. You know, once in a while, I'll run into, like, landscaping season. We got too many people of that. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of a, you're my person. You're my, you know, and, and like you were saying, Hunter, I'll vouch for you. We were talking before we went on air. I've seen your work, and I want to say, I, want, I need you some videos for me. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I mean, I haven't said how much. I said, you're my guy. I mean, you, your company's my guy. And um, it's because it pulled me in, and it's it's hard. Uh, Jane, you know, I'm out and think of a million things. Sure. When I saw one video recently from him, I'm like, dude, it was a tearjerker, man. I mean, it's like, wow. And uh, that, to me, is what, you know, the younger the generations get, man, the shorter the attention spans are getting. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. they're not increasing. They're going the other way. Yeah, I saw some. I think, last week that the, the average attention span for people right now is eight and a half seconds. Right, about yeah. a goldfish, yeah. Yeah. you know, and it's, and it's getting less because even my daughter, who's about to finish college, and she's done great. I mean, brilliant, done great, going to go to medical school. We were trying to get her to watch Ted Lasso. And she's watching, the, and it's a great, if you haven't seen it, it's a fantastic series. But she's sitting there with my wife, and I, she was coming in before she went out of town recently, and I was like, every couple minutes she'd be on her phone. I'm like, are you watching this or not? And it bothers me. Like, I want you to see this. And she's like, I'm watching. But it's kind of like dual watching. Yeah. And that's at 22, but you get out of my 14-year-old, I mean, she's not watching it at all. I mean, she's, <laughs> you know, she's, you know, do, you know whatever. Yeah. So what Hunter's saying is very real. This is not becoming the train may leave. The train's left. It's just how fast the train's going. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I've saw something. I don't know if there's any truth here or not, but I saw something about two weeks ago that by the end of this year, Instagram's going to be nothing but video. 
Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. It doesn't surprise me. Which is going to be huge, especially yeah. for advertising. Well, is you know, in Instagram, you know, uh, my back when a bunch of marketing guys and I was one of the first ones on LinkedIn and social media and Twitter, Twitter was huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, still use it, whatever. But Instagram has just grown incredibly. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the still for me, the, the, the fastest TikTok. You know, I did one video on there where I was doing awkward handshakes and fist bumps. <laughs> and I mean, it got a ton of likes. I did one, but I hadn't thought of something that funny to do again. You know, I just it caught the moment. But uh, or at least I think it's funny. I saw, that. Like, I, I saw that video. <laughs> but, you know, my kids are like, that's really funny. This is a few months ago when we were just going back. Do you hug? Do you, do you, do you how do you do this? But uh, no, nah, you know, you saw it with IGTV and, the mm-hmm. stuff, you know, it's it's people want there. And you do that, Jane. Yeah. You, you, you don't you do Instagram stories where you talk and it goes longer than the whatever? I do. Yeah. So, yes. I, that's where I put my word, a word for your day. Your word video. for your day. Yes. Like, uh, what was the other one? Stop. Or stop. What you, stop was the last one. Yeah. Yes. I like, yes. I watch them. I mean, yeah. she pulls me in. She's like, stop. Well, I'm like, stop what Jane? Like, I did I do? <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. She's like, oh wait, it's the virtual Jane. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I digress. Yeah. I digress. Well, what would you say, Hunter, to the small business owner, even the solopreneur, maybe they are that they have three people that work in their business, you know, me, myself and I, mm-hmm. so to speak, or a very small business that recognizes that they need to up their marketing and content mm-hmm. marketing with videos, but they don't think they can afford it. So any marketing person, or any business <laughs> owner is going to say the same thing yeah. and start with what you got yeah. and start now, you know, um, you got a video in your, in your pocket, you got, a photo, you got a, a camera in your pocket, just video what you can and get started. Um, you know, or just start planning, start planning, start thinking about what kind of, what kind of content you want to make. What, what is your, um, goal going to be? What is your vision? And I mean, you, you can get cameras now for pretty cheap, some pretty good cameras for pretty cheap. So you can do more than what you're giving yourself credit for. You know what I mean? So in your business, if you were contacted by a mm-hmm. small business owner, then that would be something you could help them with, a marketing plan along with the video. You said you also offer a marketing package exactly. you know, with that. So that's something you would have that conversation with them. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I would, um, if they reached out, most likely if it's a solopreneur, it's a smaller company like sure. that, m- most of the time I'll just help them. I wouldn't charge them. I just say, hey, these are some ideas. These are some, these are some video stuff that you would want to kind of start with mm-hmm. and just kind of direct them. And, you know, I wish I would have had that when, when I started, <laughs> Yes, you know, <laughs> yes. um, it's different when we're talking, you know, small, you know, mid to corporate size sure. companies, they're going to hire me and I'm basically going to run marketing department for them right. or design content, that type of thing. Um, but for solopreneurs, you know, for, uh, the freelance guys, if, you know, if they're trying to get started or trying to leave their job to do something, sure. they can feel free to reach out to me and I'll help them as much as I can. I, I, I want to say something interesting, uh, uh, piggybacking on that. So I was talking to someone yesterday and they happened to be uh, in that high end, I think you said, uh, not, not, I don't want to plastic surgery type business. Mm-hmm. And it was somebody, a friend of a friend had referred to me to get marketing advice. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I kind of told him, I said, just like you, probably he spent years on your craft, 
what you're asking me, I mean, in other words, if it's the price of doing it, you know how many years I've worked at my craft to be able to give you this answer, <laughs> right? So when I go speak somewhere or pre-COVID, whatever, you, it's not just giving an hour talk. It's what you're bringing. It's your travel time. It's your preparation. It's what you're going to do. It's, it, you know, all the reps you put in, but all the years, like you said, you put in to get to where you are. No. It's not like, okay, well, I'll just do it for $200. No, I mean, that's not, you're getting this. And I think the second thing, uh, Jane, you were asking Hunter that I hear mm -hmm. all the time is people continue to think marketing's the first thing you cut, and it's so wrong. It should be the last, last thing. thing you cut because at some point the, the 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 economy, like right now, it picks up, and if you've gone silent, you're you're lost, you know. And it's the people that stayed in it, kept their name out there, always. They're the first ones they call. But if you don't, they're like, we're, we're, they, I just can't stress enough. It's an investment in your business, not a cost. Yeah. Right? All gas, no break. Yeah, all gas, no I love it. Yeah. Got some new tweetable moments here. Well, you know, you know, Ryan Hunter here in the studio, he seems very laid back, you know, just kind of very low key. But word on the street is that, Hunter, you're an adrenaline junkie. So I think our listeners <laughs> need to hear. Which Hunter you're looking for? Uh, uh, Hunter A yeah, and so, Hunter B. So you know? <laughs> tell, tell us what you like to do when you're in that adrenaline junkie space. So I grew up actually in Florida. So I kind of grew up surfing, wakeboarding, that type of thing. And then I got into racing motorcycles, um, street, you know, super bikes, road bikes. Um, actually raced professionally back in 2009, 10, 11, back in that range. Um, so I like going fast. <laughs> well, 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 I don't mean to interrupt you. I don't lose your train of thought, but I fell asleep watching. Tell me if you ever saw the original Point Break last night. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hadn't seen it in years, and it was like they were out, and I was like, he was catching the ultimate wave. It's like Brody. So I just want to tell you. I'm an adrenaline junkie with that stuff from the Rockies. You name it, I fall for it. My wife's like, you've watched this 110 times, but I can watch it one more. Sorry. I digress, no, but, yeah, but yeah. okay. Your surfing caught me yeah, in Yeah, back okay. to our regularly scheduled right, program. Right, exactly. Sorry. Yeah. So I like, I just enjoy the adrenaline. It's yeah. um, something that I just like being challenged. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, um, I never get bored with it. Yeah. You know, and this kind of, I think a lot of that kind of transferred over into entrepreneurship. Um, you know, just becoming a path professional athlete in any sport, you have to be dedicated to what you're to what you're doing. You have to have a lot of focus with it, and I kind of feel like that went over to entrepreneurship yeah. pretty pretty easily. Um, you know, there's a lot of times where I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, okay, like maybe I should find like a part time job because this isn't going how I planned. <laughs> but it's but at the same time, I was like, no, like I, I made a commitment to myself, and I'm going to make sure that this happens whatever that cost is, sure. you know, and within a year and a half, it's, I mean, it's just been insane, the growth that it's had. I mean, obviously a lot of people have been busy, but it, it went from zero to, to 100 real quick. So you've <laughs> gone from being bored and miserable in the trucking industry mm -hmm. where there was no adrenaline probably while you were working. And then when you began to get into something that you enjoyed, Tell our listeners, describe how that transition and that adrenaline, you know, has kind of fueled you, as you say, in the entrepreneurial world. Yeah, it, it went from sitting at my desk every day, all day to <laughs> like just staring at the screen, you know, and the whole time it was like, if I was like done doing something, I was like on Photoshop <laughs> or I was doing something like creative, yeah. you know, like, you're bored out of your yeah. mind. Yeah, I was bored yeah. out of yeah. my mind. Like, I, I mean, I couldn't do it. I, like, even though a lot of people would have been super happy to have that job in the position that I was in. I was miserable, yeah. right. you know? But the moment I put in my two weeks, it, was, it felt like something was left off my shoulder. Uh -huh. And then like when I went out and I was like, 
I can literally do this stuff all day, every day. Like I was like, you're passionate about it. This is, this is amazing. Yeah. So part of I'm writing my dissertation right now is a thing called grit theory. Okay. And grit theory is long-term consistent passion and long-term consistent perseverance. It's the mixture of both of them because most people are passionate, then they get bored or they're perseverant, but they keep having new ideas, but to stick to something and I love what I do. I love it. It's mm. not about the dollars. I love it. And when you love something that much, you'll make it happen. Oh, yeah. And your point is, Hunter, uh, Jane's great with coaching that. What's the old adage? Jane's burn your ship where, you know, you're not going to go back to that part-time yeah. job. Whatever, yeah. You burn your ship. Right. Yeah, we'll burn your bridge, whatever burn it is. Your, mm-hmm. burn, and you just say, I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you've heard Ryan Stuman talk about it, the force of average, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where you're always going to have that doubt in the back of your mind. It, either that, you're going to have people saying, giving you your doubts. Oh, yeah. There's always going to, and that's usually the people closest to you that are sure. giving you those doubts. You sure about yeah. this? You know, a lot of people fail. I mean, yeah. it's going to be hard. Like, what, about, yeah. what about this? What yeah. about that? What if it's not, yeah. what, if you, what if the money doesn't come you in? You need to get a real job. You need to get a real job. <laughs> I mean, you just, it, it's, 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 it's one is programmed into our brain yeah. from the yes. time we're a kid. It's yeah. like, hey, you, you need to go to college. You need to get this degree. You need to, um, graduate and get this nine to five job and you move your ranks up. And it's like, no, like no, I, I figured out pretty early on in my career. I was like, this is not what I want to do. Like I do not want to sit at a desk all day. I want to be able to go out and do the things that I enjoy and make it an impactful, um, be an impact into other people's lives, you know? Um, yeah. and, and that's why I, when Jane asked the question earlier, as far as people asking me about marketing and stuff like that, like, I want to be able to, to be able to coach people up from from what I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, it went from being miserable to to having the best, in my opinion, the best job I could ever have. Well, yeah. and kudos to you, Hunter, for recognizing that and taking the the courageous steps. Mm-hmm to get out of it because that's where a lot of people get stuck, Ryan. It yeah. is. And, and I always, I always want to be clear. You know, sometimes I'll say I'm, I'm working on dissertation for this doctorate and the people go like, I would never want to go to that school, my school. I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. <laughs> the reason I started it and the reason I'm finishing it now is because I, I don't ever quit, but, but it's been, it'll be a 10 year something process. The point I, re, I did it for is I want to be, I wanted to be able to be in the club to change the way education's done. So when you're talking about Hunter, yeah, countless people go, man, you know, some of the school stuff's not for me. I'm like, but how could I take Mark Marketing or leadership and apply it to your job yes. and make it not like here's some syllabus from 1981. Right. One, I got to be careful. Once I get in the club, I'm going to blow it up. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be, and, and, and you know, not literally, not blowing it up, not literally. That'll be on the news too. But the way education is done is you go do this, you go learn about this, and they're going, but what's the connection between my job and my passion and, and what I'm reading and learning? And I'm like, watch this TED talk, read this book. Do this here. Listen to this podcast. And then I'm going to share stuff. And that's how we're going to tie it all together. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, that was awesome. That, that and speaking and doing these things is what makes me tick. Because otherwise it's boring and it's the way it's always been done. And that that's never a good thing. Yeah. It, you know, life keeps moving forward. Well, and I think people get stuck. Like, they get stuck. They make a salary. They make a decent money. It's like, well, how can I make this type of money? And they're comfortable. Short term. Yeah, short term. It's short term. It's yes. not a long term thing. No. They, they, they're like, how can I make the same amount of money and do it right now? And it's scary to step out when you've been doing something for a long time. So we'll just, well, maybe we'll do it next year. Exactly. Or next year. Exactly. And people, and a lot of times like, I know I don't like this, but I don't, what do I want to do? Right. Like, what is your passion? I guarantee you there's a, there's going to be a way you can make money from it. It is. You know what I mean? I, I had a, a person in my life that was talking about making a change. I'm going to be real generic here. And I finally, I came up with a perfect idea. 
uh, just based on the person's skill set. And I said, here's, here's what you need to do. Here's the niche I see, and I'll help you with it. I'm, in, I'm, I'm interested in getting involved, but here's your legwork to do. Waiting on the response. Yep. Because i got to be honest with you, it is, it, the niche is spot on, and I know we could make it work. And I'm going to leave it as generic as that. But it takes hard work, and it takes taking time from what you're doing in your nine to five. To, to you can't just go snap a button and go. All right, I'm up, and I have my own business, and I'm got the same income the next day. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it doesn't work. I've never known anybody to do it. I mean, maybe maybe it does, but for most people, it's a process. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely it's a, and it's a dedication thing. Yeah, it's not just something you're gonna do every night. I mean, it, I took, I mean, it took me. Hours and hours and hours and hours and hours to learn how to do videos and sure. how, to, how to use the program, how to use the software, how to get the emotion into it. Like then it was like a whole nother hundreds of hours of trying to learn marketing and every, the whole other thing to it and Facebook ads and oh, yeah. email campaigns. And I mean, the whole, the so, whole deal. So much. Uh, and, and, you know, and then use social media tools, you know, they change every month. Mm-hmm. So when I'm in helping yeah. somebody, what I was doing two years ago, I'm like, okay, I moved all this stuff around. So even the most monotonous of things, even if you know the master thing, you've got to go back and constantly keep your hands just so you're up to date. And that's the thing. And I got a lot of people I know, I don't know about you, Jane, that just say, eh, I'm not really interested in that stuff. So hopefully somebody else can. And that's fine. But I think you at least need to be knowledgeable about what you're trying to purchase. If you say, I need more content. Like, what do you mean? Because you can't read their mind. Sure. So, Hunter, I'm just curious. Mm -hmm. We all have experiences and we say, oh, I wish I had known then what I know now. I mean, we have lots (laughs) of those. What is one, I wish I had known then what I know now? that you have learned and are maybe are learning. I wish that I would have done this 12 years ago. Mm. Okay. And you know, I, I, I kind of fell into a job. I was racing motorcycles, crash, got hurt. And the owner of the team at the time, um, was a VP of this trucking company. So that's kind of how I got, I fell into it. And I mean, two years in, I was like, this isn't, I knew then it wasn't what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. And, I knew that I wanted to start my own company, but I waited 10 years. I waited 10 years to make that decision. And it took one of those like slap in the face moments for me. Like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah. Had enough. I'm done. I don't care what it takes. I'm (laughs) going to make this happen. Mm -hmm. And when you have that kind of fortitude, um, and I was probably a little bit older than you when I, when I did it, but I had, I just had, I couldn't do what I was doing anymore. And uh, when you have that kind of drive and that passion, you'll do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my kids early on when I was doing consulting work, I said, man, I was like flying across the country to Washington State. I was doing layover flights, whatever it took, because I mean, the money wasn't, it, but whatever it took, I was catching the red eyes back because it was the cheapest flight. Here's your fixed amount for the gig. And they look back and go, seriously? I'm like, yeah. But all that builds and it makes you appreciate, right? Yeah. You know, and I think that's what I want our listeners to hear and, and, and Jane, your story and things you've done. Success doesn't come by just snapping your fingers and going, gee, I got a great idea. It comes by a lot of strategy, hard work, discipline, perseverance, okay. consistency, and never giving up and then getting back up when you get knocked down. I mean, because sure. you're going to get knocked down and you're going to have people tell you you stink. And, you know, it's who you surround yourself with, but it's continually getting better, I think. Well, and that flows out of how you lead yourself. Right. You know, you it maybe it took you 10 years, Hunter, but thank goodness it only took you 10 years and not 25 right. to recognize. <laughs> but when you're self-leader, the core of who you are and leading yourself, if you're clear about that and you lead out of that, then some of these other steps that people take that we can take 
not that they come easier, but they're clearer and then we can act on them. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things, again, we went back to that force of average. I think when I was working at a trucking company, I was so drained by the time I got yes. home. I yes. didn't, I didn't yeah. want to work on anything. <laughs> it's because it sucks the life out of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and I told my, I, and I told myself and never like, I, I just don't have the time to do this. I mean, I would work from eight to nine or eight to five. Like, what was I doing the rest of the morning? <laughs> yeah. What was I doing the rest of the evening? Sure. But I was so mentally drained. Like, I, f- I literally felt, I told yeah. myself that I didn't have time to do it because I was so tired. But again, you have that one moment where. Well, I, w- I want to say, we're going to go a couple extra minutes because we've got mm-hmm. Hunter probes in the house. So gotta, <laughs> but, but what I was going to say, Hunter, to the person, I had a person recently tell me, they said, Ryan, I'm going to work for 30 years of this place because I don't really like what I do and then I'm going to retire and do what I really want. Breaks my heart. I mean, I'm sitting there going, they had some skills that I was like, I could help you develop a business with your passion. They're like, but once I do the traditional whatever, then one day, and no, uh, one day, one day, one day it goes by like, and then it becomes a year. Then, you know, I see something pop up, Jane and I, or you and I doing a show five years ago, seven years ago. And it seems like a year ago. I yeah. mean, it's just that that's not a plan. I mean, yeah. that's saying, and, and, you know, we all have those things in front of us holding us back, but if it's, uh, you know, I want people to get, you know, get your information so they can reach out to you. But I think everybody has to realize it is scary. If it wasn't scary, everybody would do it. But especially going through COVID and stuff, it's the toughest people and the smartest people and the hardest dedicated people that find ways to make things work. They don't sit there and go, man, this really stinks. I mean, it stinks for everything. But we have an (laughs) adrenaline junkie here in the room and in the studio. And if it's scary for him and he did it, wow, anybody can do it. (laughs) Yeah. And like I said, he he didn't go out to it, but he had a setback and had to get better. I mean, there's things that are put in your path. And and, um, the question is, do you quit? Or do you, you find a way? It's and always too soon to quit. Yeah, I mean, I could have quit real easy back in but, COVID. Yeah. I mean, we were, I was three or four months behind on bills. Yeah. It went from going really well to having absolutely nothing. Right. Again, what we said earlier, yeah. sure. the first thing yeah. that goes is marketing. Yep. Sure. You know? We're going to cut that back. We don't have anything, Hunter. And, yeah. and all of a sudden you're like... But a lot of people, a lot of people in your, they cut it, they cut it. Yeah. They, oh, they, yeah. they, and they folded yeah. and they're now back working a nine to five job because they, they didn't stick with it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, it was, it would have been very easy to go find a, a job and, and kind of get back in the corporate world. Play, but, play it safe. Yeah. But, but we, we, we kept going and, uh, for, and actually, uh, the second week in May, I, I got a, a client came to me and said that we have, we have a video we want to make. Um, for these motorcycle club up in Gainesville, Georgia. And they, they, they went to this uh, company down in Landon, quoting 50 grand for it. I was like, dude, I was like, I'll do it for a quarter of that. And I said, I, I promise you'll be better than the one they make. Nice. And um, I got, we made that video. And from that point on, it has been a roll. Hundred percent pure adrenaline. It's been all gas, no break. <laughs> See, it's that. I was using it, all point break it, it's, wasn't it? Ryan, it's that grit right. factor you were talking about. The grit factor, you know, we stick to it. Yep. It pays off. It pays yep. off. So, Hunter, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, the best way would be to go to my website, which is hpdesignsga.com. Okay. Um, that'll have all my social media and all my links and all that type of stuff on there. And you can also find me on Instagram, uh, hpdesigns121. And uh, those are probably the two best ways to get a hold of me. 
Okay, awesome. I, I think it's valuable information for, that our listeners should reach out and at least have a consultation with you, Hunter. Yeah, I, definitely. It gets my highest endorsement, and just like you do, Jane, for people looking for coaching. Um, you've done that for me, and, and like I said, I'm, I'm going to get Hunter to do some stuff for my companies because, I mean, it doesn't take a lot when you see what, what can be put together. And I was telling Hunter before we went on air, you know, I've talked to other people in related industries and watching people not return phone calls or whatever, yeah. so talk to him he'll, 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 he'll direct you yeah. to you know the right way sure. even if just give you some advice so um well let me close this out uh thanks for tuning in to another marketing matters on the end results radio network inside the perimeter roofing studio from the country and suites by radisson in beautiful stone mountain please stay tuned for upcoming shows or listen to past shows just go to end results with a z.com click on the current shows and hear this and many other shows we have on our 24 7 network also anywhere you get your podcast you can hear this show until next time, for my host, Jane Bishop, uh, go see her at janebishop.live. And for my super guest, my friend and colleague, Hunter Probst, thanks again for coming on. It has been a long day and a mouthful, but Hunter, man, thanks for being here. Appreciate it, uh, Well, great show today. Thanks for Jesse, our producer. This has been another Marketing Matters. And until next time, make your marketing matter. This has been Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. For even more advice, visit ryansowers.com. That's R-Y-A-N-S-A-U-E-R-S dot com.